Okay, let's get into Parshas Vo'eschanon, Tavshin Ayin Dalid, as we uh, discuss a little bit Shabbos Nachamu, hopefully towards the end of the uh, the Parsha. But Eschanon is one of the major Parshios, even though it's the middle of the summer, we don't always focus on it, but it's one of the Parshios that are full of mitzvos, full of mitzvos and full of major mitzvos. Shema is in this week's Parsha. So we have... Um, we have Avat Hashem, we have Yiras Hashem, we have Tefillin, we have Mezuzah, we have Talmud Torah, a lot of mitzvahs, we have Sisa Yashavatov of the Ramban and this week's Parsha, as we've discussed in past years. So hopefully we'll try to touch on a number of uh, basic tenets tonight, basic ideas that we could take with us, uh, not just for Parshas Vaschanan, but really throughout our lives. Again, most of, uh, almost everything that we'll say tonight is uh, about a basic idea that, um, that we will have. Okay, so we start off with Shema. Sorry for the Shema, you look in the first, uh, first source. A thought from the Ben Ishchai, the Ben Yehoyada. Says the Ben Ishchai, based on the Pasuk, We know that every second of our life is supposed to be filled up with constructive Torah, Chesed, Mitzvos. When we're sitting, when we're going, whatever we are doing, we are involved in something constructive. Says the Ben Ishchai, Yesh Anoshim. There are some people that we know that every moment is is precious. Every moment is used properly. Every minute is accounted for. And they don't waste time. But in contrast to them, And we know people that aren't as constructive and focused on their time. And they don't remember the Svarno that we've touched on in the past, on the Pasuk of HaChodesh HaZelachem. This Chodesh is for you. What does that mean? Time is in your hand, says the Svarno. That's our greatest asset, the greatest gift that Hashem has given us is time. HaChodesh HaZelachem. So we know people that don't always focus on on that idea. What's the root? What's the root of those that we know that constantly use time properly, and those that we know that maybe time isn't as much of a value to them. So he gives a mashal. Shnei Anashim, line 6, Nizvachu B'neim. There was a fight amongst two people. What was the fight? Mi mehem ashir yoter. Who is richer? They were arguing. Who's richer? One of them knew that the other guy is for sure richer. Ruve knew that Shimon was the richer man. But he wanted to fight. Ulam He wanted to to prove the opposite. And he was a he was a trickster. So he said, I could figure out a way to prove that I am richer. I, I have a competition. I have a contest to prove that I'm richer than you. What's the contest? We're both going to go on a boat, and we're going to start throwing off gold coins, and we'll see who gets more upset first, and we'll see who. You know, stops first. Whoever stops first is the one that's less rich. Because after all, if somebody's a rich guy, they won't care, and they'll and they'll keep throwing. That's what we'll do. That was his suggestion. So what happened? They each prepared. The rich man uh, prepared. Line 12. The rich man agreed to this strange competition. And he got together a sack of gold coins, went on the boat, a little nervous, doesn't know what to expect, and he sees the other guy coming with his sack of coins, and 
What were they? They looked like gold coins, but they were really copper coins covered with gold. As the uh, Marshall continues, line 13, A little bit of gold it was lined with, and they get on the boat. And as you can imagine, they start throwing off the coins, and the rich man, every time he throws off a coin, it hurts him. It's, he's, he's throwing something of value away. He's throwing something that, that's meaningful away. And the other guy is just throwing. And there's no care in the world. So he keeps throwing. Throws off three at one time. Doesn't matter. I'll throw. And the nimshal is that's time. Our greatest gift. And the root behavior between the people that we know that use time well versus those that we know that waste time well the difference is, is whether they view it as gold coins or whether they view it as copper coins covered with gold. That's the root difference. Are we constantly involved in Avodah Hashem? Do we realize that every moment that we have is a gold coin? Is something invaluable, something that is, that is, that you can't even describe. Can't even describe the, the value of a moment. No, time is money. No, time isn't money. Time is greater than money. Time is, time is, you can't pay for it. He says, that's, that's the root difference. And he knows what he can accomplish in every moment of life. He won't, he won't waste his time so quickly. Another word of Torah. Someone who doesn't have that attitude will just throw away the copper coins because that's all it is in his mind. Okay, let's get us started in terms of, and that's all, that's all we have to say for this year. We can even stop here in terms of the, uh, the value of time and looking at life as, as gold coins, but we'll try to have some extra thoughts as well as we, as we go through the Parsha. Next, Pasuk. There is a Pasuk in the Parsha as we continue in the Parsha, which actually we read a part of it, as we know, on, on Tishabav that we had uh, uh, yesterday. Pasuk tells us in the laning for Tishabav, Viadata Hayom Perak Dalit Pasuk Lamites. Viadata Hayom Bahashivosa El Vavecha is the Pasuk we say three times a day at the end of Alenu. Viadata Hayom Bahashivosa El Vavecha Ki Hashem Hu Elokim Bashmaim Imav Yalish Bedachas Einot. The Pasuk we say at the end of Alenu, which according to Chazal was written by Yehoshua Benun. Right, the first Pasuk written by Yehoshua, second Pasuk of Alenu written by Achan Al Kainakave, the uh, Rashi Tevas Achan. Um, at the time of the story about Achan in the beginning of Sefer Yoshua. But here's the Pasuk that we see at the end of Aleinu. We read the Pasuk. It's a nice Pasuk. V'yodata yom you shall know today. And place it on your heart. Ki Hashem huho elokim b'ashamayim imal v'yalars mitochas ain't od. That Hashem is above, that Hashem is below, ain't od. There is no one, there is no one else. So it sounds like an important Pasuk, but there are two Rishonim then say it's not just one of the important psukim in the Torah, it is one of the most defining, significant psukim in the entire Torah. And if we look at the next two sources of two of the great Rishonim, we will see that they use these psukim to talk about Amunah. These are, this is one of the most, obviously Anochi Hashem Al-Kecha, we'll see one of the Rishonim link this Pasuk with Anochi, two psukim in the Torah. This is one of them. And we'll see that in, uh, in a better in a few moments. But first we have the words of Rabbeinu Bachai. Rabbeinu Bachai and then the smak. Says Rabbeinu Bachai, Talmud of, Rabbe, of the, Rabba, the Ramban, a contemporary of the Ramban, 
as follows on our Pasuk. Mitzvahs asei minat Torah. The Rabbeinu Bachai, we don't have a separate list of 613 that the Rabbeinu Bachai made. We don't know if the Rabbeinu Bachai had other arguments about what is a mitzvah, what's not a mitzvah, but we know his Lashon here. He said this, is, this Pasuk is a mitzvah daraisa. This Pasuk is a mitzvah. Is it a separate mitzvah? Is it part of Emunah? It is a mitzvah daraisa. Mitzvahs asei minat Torah. Biyadiyas Hashem Yisbarach. Knowing, understanding, as much as we can, we'll see what that means in a minute. Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Should it's tavinu ladaas oso, we are commanded to know him vilachkar alachtuso, and to try to you know focus and study and discern and understand his unity. He doesn't quote say this on Hashem Echad. He says this here. On Vahashivosa El Vavecha, because we'll see what this Pasik means. Don't just trust what we would call a little bit Emuna Pshuta. It's not really an exact translation. But you know, my my parents, my grandparents told me to believe in Hashem, okay, so I believe in Hashem. That's good. That's one level. Says Rabbi Nabakai, it's gotta be more than that. We have to create our own connection to the Achtus Sabore, to Akarish Baruch's existence, not just rely on what we have received from our parents and from our teachers. That's this Pasuk. How do we get there? By focusing on his actions. And his creations. Thinking about, we'll get back to this soon, the stars and the moon and the sun, everything and the whole world. It's possible this type of knowledge. What do you mean it's possible? What are we supposed to know about Hashem? We're supposed to know He's awesome. We look around, we see His creations, we know that He's awesome. But, The real Yedia that this Pasuk is referring to, says Rebbein Bachai, cannot be that we ultimately understand Hashem because it's impossible and even Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't understand the Kodesh Baruch Hu. But we have to come to the we have to keep trying to figure it out and figure it out until we come to a dead end and we realize he is unfathomable. And that itself is already something. Once we reach that level that we can't understand, then we know we've gotten somewhere. As I've quoted numerous times in the past, the quote from the Baal HaMa'or, Rabbeinu Zerachi Alevi, Lo yadati she yadati, she yadati she lo yadati. I didn't realize I knew something until I realized that I didn't know something. It's exactly what Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar is saying here. Once we realize that we cannot understand the Kaddish Baruch Hu fully, then it is already a ma'ala. About Hashem it is written, The covet of Hashem is hidden. Because you can't understand this when I start thinking about Hashem. When I start the spiritual odyssey of trying to know Hashem, it doesn't happen right away. That's the pshat of this Pasuk. This Pasuk says, again, the Adata, but it's not just a superficial idea of knowledge. It's the Adata and then you got to delve. We got we to dig. We got to bring it to our heart. Because we have that means, we have to make it part of us. Like somebody who thinks about something. And then I got to think about it again. Right? If somebody tries to explain to me something, I didn't get it the first time. 
So I got to think about it again. I got to focus on it. It's not, a, it's not a simple idea. It's complex. It's more than complex. Super complex. Like Elio Anavi. When they were searching for Hashem. So what does the Pasuk say? Lo baruach Hashem. He was not in the Ruach. Vachar Ruach Ra'ash. Lo baruach Hashem. He didn't come in the noise. Vachar Rash Eish. Lo baesh Hashem. Vachar Eish. Kol Dmamadaka. A little tiny little voice. Kaviyachov HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What does that mean? In Yana Kasuv ki kishayachshav alav ha'adam. Mahu. Imu Ruach or Rash or Eish. When we start figuring out what is what is HaKadosh Baruch Hu made of? What is what make, what's his essence? I'll keep trying to go down a path and it'll be rejected. And I'll come down a path and, and I'll keep getting stopped. But that's already, that means I'm getting somewhere. After all the thought processes, we will come to a state when we cannot, cannot fathom. Line 11, he quotes the Sefer Hayatsira, which is, Assumed to be from Avram Avinu, Belom picha miladaber, Belipcha miladaber. Close up your mouth from speaking and your heart from thinking. That's this Pasik. Viadatayom. Think about Hashem. We shouldn't be robots. He says, the key line, not just to, alone nismoch al kabbalah bilvad, not just to rely on what we were given, to focus on it, but knowing even from the start, and then hopefully getting to the state, when we realize that we cannot recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu fully, and He is the source of everything, but we cannot really explain it. That is Rabbeinu Bachai's take on, on this Pasuk. Again, mitzvahs assay of knowing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And again, it's like one of, it could be one of the constant mitzvahs. So we know the Sefer HaChinuch has the six mitzvahs Timidios at the beginning of his Sefer, but this is also something that we constantly have to work on, focusing on our Relationship with Hashem. Again, this pasuk has to do with delving and and, and searching. But realize, ain't owed. Realize this: there's, there's nobody like a Kaddish Baruch Hu, not, nothing like a Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's one. Rabbeinu Bachai. And then we have the smak. The Sefer Mitzvah Katan. We mentioned this in a Haggadah Shir a number of years ago. The first mitzvah. The smak. One of the Rishonim, Sefer HaMitzvot, he has his 613. The first one that he has, as many Rishonim have, the first mitzvah that they list, the, ch- the chinuf goes in Parsha order. But other Rishonim go in significance order. Like the Rambam, the Smak says, the first mitzvah is knowledge of God. Which, what are the psukim in the Torah that talk about knowledge of Hashem? What's the source for this first mitzvah? He quotes two psukim. Two psukim. Leida Shaoso Shabara Shamayim Baaretz Hu Levado Moshel Mala Umata Ubadal Ruchos to know that he who created the world is still in charge of the world. Right? His idea means that don't think that Hashem was just a bore, which most people, you know, accept that there was a creator, that how could there have just been a been an explosion? Usually after an explosion there's a mess. But there's perfect order. The animal kingdom and, and the whole world and the whole universe, this perfect order. Obviously, there's a creator. The smock says, Aramuna, obviously, is much deeper than that. Not only Bore, but Mashkiach. Kiddich what are the two psukim in the Torah that tell us we have to believe and know Hashem? Onochi Hashem alokecha and our pasuk. Those are the two psukim that he quotes. Leida. So, again, giving major significance to our Pasuk. We read the Pasuk, we say it at the end of Aleinu, three times a day. But this is one of the major psukim of the Torah. 
Leda, what does it mean to know this? Pirish, fourth line. Right, to go against what certain philosophers believe. That Hashem created the world, but now it's controlled by the constellations. There's no leader, there's no controller. The amazing events that took place was really kind of on autopilot. And Hashem created the constellations and they're in charge. All the mazalos. Like the, like, it's Tagnina Maparo. They looked into the Mazalos and they read the future. That is a total falsehood and lie. Hashem controls the world every second. He wills it to exist. He's in charge. A person doesn't move their finger below. If Hashem doesn't will it. Again, a separate topic about how pratis is hashgacha pratis. There are some Gemaras that talk about a leaf doesn't fall off a tree without hashgacha. And other Rishonim say, come on, a leaf? Gashbrach will put certain things into place, but in terms of people, in terms of larger decisions, okay, that's not for now. But this is one of the very pratis Lashonos of Chazal. That a person doesn't even move their finger. So the smock uses this as one of his two psukim to the basis of Emuna. What's fascinating is the next part of the smak, and this is the part that we mentioned a number of years ago. And that is, we know, we quote the Gemara in Shabbos, Laman Aleph, the six questions that we will be asked, La'asilava. Six questions we know. Kavati la Torah, Asakta Bepiriya did I learn Torah, did I um, create a Jewish family, Nasazavad Hatabe Emuna, did I honest in business? Four, question four, Tzipisa Yeshua. did I hope for Mashiach? Did I hope for the salvation? See, Bisa Yeshua. Ask the smock such a simple but fascinating question. Nobody else asks it. What's the source for Kavati to Matorah? Why is that a good question? Because I know this. There's a bit in the Torah. This week's part of Talmud Torah. Were you honest in business? There are many mitzvahs related to honest in business. There's an Isra of Ona'ah. There's an Isra of Midvar Shekhar Tirchak. Right? There are many Isra Ribis, many Isra Gezel. See, peace of Yeshua. Where, where does it say in the Torah I have to believe in Mashiach? Where do I, where does it say in the Torah that I have to hope for a better time for Klal Yisrael? I could just be a good Jew, do all the mitzvahs, and not believe in Mashiach. What am I lacking? What if I say, maybe it will, maybe it isn't, but I'm very happy right now. I'm very satisfied in the state of the Jewish people right now. Chas v'shalom, if somebody could say that. Where's the source in the Torah? Says the smak, it's part of the mitzvah of Emunah. We have a Muna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu controls the world now. We have a Muna that HaKadosh Baruch Hu controlled the world. Bizman Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And we believe he controls the world in the future. Just like he redeemed us once, so too we believe he will redeem us again. Part of Emuna. Last three lines. Kishem Shani Rotzeh. Shetaminu bi. Shani Otsesi Eschem. Kach Ani Rotzeh. Shetaminu bi. Shani Eshom Lokechem. Vani Asil Lekabet Eschem. Ula Hoshi Achem says the smak that's part of Emunah. So again, this Pasuk, end of Aleinu, we read it here in Parshas Vaschana, we read it on, on Tisha B'Av as well. This is a defining Pasuk for Abinu Bachai in terms of the depths that we have to, to search to have Emunah. What does that mean to realize that we don't know? And the smak in terms of being the basis for Emunah as well, on, along with Anochi Hashem Okay, moving right along. 
Another basic, we would call it a Shas topic, but it's really in a Parsha Shir, so we'll call it a Torah topic. And that's into the Aseris Adibros. Into the Aseris Adibros. We know we have the repeat Aseris Adibros. Slight differences that uh, occur between the first set of Dibros and Yisro and the second set of Dibros and Veschanan. On the whole, it's generally different words used, but on the whole, it's very, very similar. There is only one mitzvah that is counted differently, that is added on in the second Dibros. Right? The first Dibros has everything. All Kibar Avaim, a couple of Avodazara mitzvahs, Losir Saklasinaf, Losigl Losana, Losachvot, all of them, they're all there. So what's added on here? Shabbos, you're not going to count again. Right, Kibbutz Avaim is here. Avodah Zarah is here. They're all here. Last one. Last one. What does the Torah tell us? Velo sach moneshes reecha that we already had. Velo sisave eishes reech base reecha sadeu vaavdo vamaso sherov chamaro v'chol asher lereecha lo sisave, which also means do not covet, do not desire. Lo sach is counted in Yisrael. Lo sisave is counted here. In Vaeschanan, what is this mitzvah? So many, the Sefer Chinuch among others, mention that maybe Losis Ave is kind of the first step leading to Losachmod. Losis Ave is really in the heart purely. Losachmod is when it comes to such a, a level that I not only desire it, but I, I, I force, I convince the other person to share with me their, and I act based upon it, based upon that desire and that taifa. Okay, that's the relationship of Losis Av and Los Achmon. I want to focus on one idea that the Sefer HaChinuch mentions here. We mentioned this in other Shiurim, but I don't think we mentioned it ever in Vaschanon. So we have to mention it here. It's one of the Esodos in the entire Sefer HaChinuch. Says the Chinuch. Source 4. This mitzvah applies to men and women, as many mitzvahs do. And then he adds the controversial line. The Chiddush line. Gam kol b'nei ha'ola mechuyavin ba. Losis ave is incumbent upon all people. Meaning, even b'nei noach. Even b'nei noach. That's what he says. If you would have asked me, are non-Jews obligated in losis ave? No. What's my raya? It's not one of the sheva mitzvos. I know the sheva mitzvos. Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, and the big three. The big three, Avodazor, Gilei, Shvichas, Damim, and then Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Eber, Benachai, Birchas, Hashem, Gezel, and Dinim. Right? It's not on the list. There's only seven. So the Sefer Chinuch knows that. Knows the Gemara and Sanhedrin that lists off the sheva mitzvos, Bnei Noach. So how does he get out of that? Lefi, Shehi, Anaf, Lemitzvaz, Gezel. It is a branch to the Isser of Gezel, which they are included in. Shehi achas sheva mitzvah Which is one of the Sheva mitzvahs. And now he says his Yisot. V'al tit'eb b'ni bazeh ha'cheshbon shol sheva mitzvahs b'nei noach. Ha'yadua. V'amuskar Don't be tricked. Don't be misled that the Gemara says there are seven mitzvahs b'nei noach. Ki be'emes she'osan sheva hein ke'ein klolos. You know what the Sheva Mitzvahs mean? There are seven categories of mitzvos that the non-Jews are obligated in. Not seven mitzvahs. There aren't 39 malachos that we're not allowed to do on Shabbos. There are 39 categories of malacha. Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish and the Yushalmi said there are 39 toldos for every av. Do the math. That's a lot of things, the malachos on Shabbos. But, says 
It's the same thing by the Sheva Mitzvahs. Sheva categories of mitzvos b'nei Noach. And therefore, there's a lot included. Right? How many mitzvos are, are... It's not 7 to 613. It's probably like 40 to 613, according to the Sefer HaChinuch. Kamoshat HaMotzei Shisra Arayos. Gili Arayos. It's only one. But there are many Arayos. Many of the Arayos that non-Jews are also obligated in. Isser Aim. Isser Achos Menaim. Isser Eishas Ish. Eishas Av. Zachor. Behema. All the Arayos. So they count it as one. Because it's one category. Gilead Rice is a larger category. Avodazara. There are many Isurim and branches of the Mitzvah of Avodazara. Only counted as one for Bede Noach. Shahareim Shavimbal Yisrael. There are many similarities. Similarly, line 15, Gazel. Stealing. Losasav is including in Gazel. So says the Sefer HaChinuch, we have to understand that the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nei Noach aren't seven actions, but seven categories of actions. line It does not mean that it's a separate lo sase, because then it would be a separate laf. They are commanded on the seven categories of of uh, mitzvos kagon, he gives an example. Bottom, bottom of the first column. Ish ish al kol she'er b'saro lo sikravu. Don't come close to any of your relatives. That's the mitzvah. So Jews have many different mitzvos in that. Doesn't doesn't just, doesn't just have a title. Mashiachin. It's as if the Torah says when it comes to the bnei Noach, don't come close to any of your relatives. Who are your relatives? Here's the list of ten relatives. But or stealing. Don't steal. What does stealing include? Don't do things that lead you to stealing, like losas ave. Don't uh, do this. Don't do that. It's all included. He says. But if we take a step back now, we could ask another question. So why do bnei Noach only have one big fat mitzvah of Gilearias, one big fat mitzvah of Gazel v'chulu, and we have fifty mitzvos related to all these. We have so many mitzvos. We have 30, 40 mitzvos of Arias. And we have 10 mitzvos related to Gazel. We have many. So says the Sefer HaChinuch. Line 5 in the second column. Why? So he quotes the line that we all know from the end of Makos. Ratz HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Zako says Yisrael. L'fichach here Balam Torah mitzvos. Hashem wants to give us schar for every single detail. Every single action. So Hashem says, I'm going to give you credit for everyone. Everyone. I know there's 15 of them that are really similar. I'm going to give you credit for all of them. Right? There are many other pshatim. What does it mean? You have to give a pshat for that line. The Nitziv asked this question at the end of his commentary on the Shiltos. Think about what that line means. He wanted to give us merit. He wanted to give us a schus. That's why he was marbe. He was marbe. He gave us more mitzvahs. Ask them say, what do you mean more mitzvahs? The Torah is a perfect unit. It was created before the world was created. There are 613 exact mitzvahs. So what does it mean Hashem gave us extra? What do you mean extra? There's not an extra letter in the Torah. What do you mean here, Balaam Torah mitzvahs? So then it's him as his own shot. He says, oh, it means that certain preparatory stages of the mitzvah, which shouldn't really be a mitzvah, that's also counted as a mitzvah. Heksher mitzvah suvin batorah. Okay, that's an itziv. There's other pshatim, there's a rambam and a maharal at the end of Masechus Makos, not for now. But the Sefer HaChinuch says, I'll tell you what I think it means. It means that he could have made all, you're right, the mitzvahs are the same. He could have counted them separately. He could have counted them as one mitzvah, one Isra of Arayos. 
but he gave us 20 mitzvahs of Arayas because he wants to give us schus for each and every one. And all of them are schus for us because we know he calls them mishnah perkiavos. Every mitzvah that we do, konalo praklid echad, we create a defense attorney in shamayim. And if we violate anything, then it is it is um, a prosecutor upstairs. Either way, this is the yisod of the sefer achinuch right here, tucked away in vaschanan. He should say this in the first mitzvah. But ain't no off. That is that is a mentioned in the Torah. He doesn't though. It says it right here. Tough to Zion. Sefer Achinuch, not seven mitzvos, but seven categories of mitzvos. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> Again, there's so many basic ideas to say tonight, but uh, we'll try to do what we can do. Kriyashma. The mitzvah of Kriyashma is right here in our parsha. After the Aseris Adibros are mentioned, we have the mitzvah of Shema and Shishi. Now we're going to Shishi Perik. Vav, Pasek Dalid. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. The Mitzvah of Kriyashma. Let's focus on one detail of the halacha of the Mitzvah of Kriyashma. One detail. And that is a Gemara in Mesechah's Brachis. It's a halacha that is known. And that is the halacha called Smichas Geula Litfila. Connecting, not having a break between talking about Hashem being our Redeemer Ga'al Yisrael, and Tfilah, and Davin, what we call Shmona Esrei. That is why we don't have a break. That's the halacha. In the morning, it's an even more serious halacha. That is why there's nothing. Baruch Hashem, Ga'al Yisrael, boom, Shmona Esrei. Hashem Sfasai, Tiftach, the Gemara says. That, that's really Tfilah. That's, that's, that's the start of Tfilah. Right? It's Tfilah Arichta. There's no break, Ga'al Yisrael. Even Myriv, it's a little less serious of a halacha, or a different type of halacha, but we also... Don't have a break. Hashkivenu, the Gemara says, okay, it's Geula Arichta. It's an extended Geula. Kaddish? Okay, that was enacted afterwards, but it's still the halacha of Smichas Geula Latvila. The question is, the Rishonim are asked, what's the significance of Smichas Geula Latvila? What's the significance? The Gemara even says later on in Brachas, person is a Ben Olam Haba, if they're Somich Geula Latvila. What is so exciting? About be, talk about Gula and talk about Tvila. What do you need them to be connected for? Smichas Gula Tvila. Get something that we all do. So there's a Rashi and there's a Rabbi Nuyon. Rashi. Rashi and Brachas. Rashi and Brachas right there, source number six. First of all, he says there's a remez to the concept of Smichas Gula Tvila already in Sefer Tehillim. The last line of Tehillim, Perak Yutes, is Hashem Tsuri Vagoali. That's Yoshe B'Sesha Elyon, Hashem Tzuri V'go Ali. Um, or a different parak. But that's the last line. Right after that, parachaf is the Lam Natsayach that we say every morning that talks about Yancha Hashem B'yom Tzara. That's Tefillah. So Geula Hashem Tzuri V'go Ali going into Yancha Hashem B'yom Tzara. Okay, as a remez to Geula right next to Tefillah. But then he quotes the Yerushalmi. Rashi does not often quote Yerushalmi. Right here he quotes Yerushalmi a number of times in Brachas. Mesechas Tainus, he quotes the Yerushalmi a lot. That's why the Maharetz Chayas says in Tainus that he doesn't think it's really Rashi. Because Rashi does a number of, of um, behaviors on Mesechas Tainus that is not Rashi-like. One of them is that he quotes a lot of Yerushalmis. But here Rashi, we assume Rashi and Brachas is Rashi. And here he quotes the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi gives a mashal for Smichas Gula Tfila. Misheno Somei Gula Tfila, the I'm on line 9 in the Rashi, source 6. So what does it compare? Somebody who's not Somei Gula Tfila. La'o'avo Shamelech, Shabavet Dafak Al Right? Somebody comes to the king, he's got to ask the king something. He knocks on the king's door. 
Knocks on the king's door. He hears from inside, who is it? It's me. It's like, okay, I'm coming. King goes to the door. Right as the king is opening the door, the guy runs away. That's a whack of smichas geula litfila. I talk about the godless of Hashem. I come knocking on Hashem's door. I talk about the history that we have together. Ezra Savoseinu, Atahu Meolam. Micha Mocha, brother of God Israel. See ya. And you have, you have, the king's at the door. And then we leave. Says Yerushalmi, that's, that's Smichas Gulat Fila. We do everything up until, and then we have the attention. Afu Iflig, Elshi Adam Akariva Kadish Barachu Elav, Umurat Seu Batish Bachos, the Kilusan Shal Yisias Mitzrayim, Umiskarevilav, Ubaoda Karevilav, Yishlo Tvots Rachav. Start talking. Shem's at the door. That's the Yerushalmi. Rabbeinu Yonah, the Talmud Rabbeinu Yonah in the back of Mesechah's Brachas, have two suggestions for the significance of smichas ke'ula l'tefila. Number one, he's bothered. All the Rishonim are bothered. What's the significance that you're a ben olam haba if you're so many ke'ula l'tefila? So, number one, ge'ula, says Rabbeinu Yonah, the focus of ge'ula historically, what do we talk about? Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Right, that is the, uh, that's the origins of Geula. That was the first time Hashem was Goel us. Line 14 now. Ukishu mazkir Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Umispalel miyad. If I mention Geula, I mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and I daven right after that, without a break, mar'eh, I show, I reflect with my actions. Shekimo, shehaevet, shekona oso rabo. Chayev lasos mitzvahs rabo. Kenu makiratova. What happened at Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Hashem redeemed us. So Mamela, we are his servants. He freed us. We need to be his servants. You know what we do by Geula and Tefillah? We not only acknowledge that we are his servants, we say that it's great to be your servants. We say that it's a privilege we say, okay, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Ata Kadosh, Vishimcha Kadosh. Even the Bakashos that we say is an acknowledgement of Hashem. I'm so happy to be your servants. Atachonen liadam das. Hashivenu, bring us close to you. Help us be forgiven. That's what it's about. Not only do I recognize the chiyuv of mitzvos, kenu makir hatova vahagu'ula, shego'aloso abore, the goodness of the geula, vishu avdo vahovedoso, vikimishamakir shu avdo babreshagalo, right, if I just mention Yisrael Mitzrayim and then stop, wouldn't get that impression. Okay, he redeemed us. Okay, I'm, I'm his evan. What else? I don't have a choice. No, we recognize and we're positive about it. That's why you're a Ben Olamaba. Because I, 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 rec- I recognize the Avdus and then I'm happy with the Avdus. Number one. Number two, says Rabbeinu Yonah. So Rabbeinu Yonah, the first cousin of the Ramban. They're also Machatanim. Says Rabbeinu Yonah. The Ode Amar Morina Ro, Tamacher, second wide line. Mipnei. Shekishamazkir Gulas Mitzrayim Umispalel. This gets back to the smock that we mentioned a couple of minutes ago, this answer. When I talk about Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, and then right after that, I dive into Hashem, I am implicitly acknowledging and admitting that Hashem's in charge of everything. You only ask somebody something if you think that they are in control of answering your request. That's tefillah. It's an implicit acknowledgement that Hashem's in control, 
that Hashem is the source of everything that we do and that we can do. Right, if I, if I don't have bitachot, if I don't think Hashem's in charge of everything, I'm not going to ask. By the fact that I ask Hashem, that implicitly reflects that I am acknowledging that He is the source he is the source of it all. And he quotes the Medrash by, and Parshas, uh, Parshas Bo, and Parshas Beshalach. That's Emuna. Vimina Bashem of Moshe Avdo. Nimsa, third to last line. Shagam Uboteach Bo Shiyan Oso Kamosha Anali Soba, Vershabitchobo. You answered us once, we daven that you answer us again. And that's Bitachon. Bitachon in Akadish Baruch Hu is reflected by our davening, davening towards him. Good. Moving right along. So, so far, what do we speak about? We spoke about Amuna. We spoke about Los Esave, also one of the Aseris Adibros. We spoke about Kriyashma. Now let's get to two other of the mitzvos. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Malkin, Hashem Echad. That's already two mitzvos. Shema Yisrael, it's Kriyashma. Hashem Echad, that's Achdus Hashem. Right? That's one of the mitzvos Tmidios that we alluded to before. Mitzvos Tmidios, believing in Hashem, not believing in any other God. Those are two. Yichud Hashem, believing He is unique. Avaz Hashem, Yeras Hashem. And the six mitzvahs to be dios. So let's focus and zero in on two other ones that are right here. Later in the parsha is Yiras Hashem. Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. Simple question. The more common way of talking about Yira, when we ask somebody, when we describe somebody, we say they have a lot of Yira Shemayim. We have a lot of Yerushamayim. Right, that's what we say. We say Avas Hashem and we have Yerushamayim. Asks, ask Rev Salvechik, why is it, why is it that we talk about Ava in terms of Avas Hashem and Yerushamayim in terms of Yerushamayim? Why don't we say Avas Hashemayim? We say Yerush Hashem. But it's more common that we say Yerushamayim. So we talk about it. The Kutzker that we have fear like the Shemayim and was put in Shemayim and it hasn't moved since Hashem said Yikavu Amayim, the water. So we, we have to have that fear. Okay, that's the Kutzker. But now we're contrasting. Why Avas Hashem and Yerash Shemayim? So one source, not on your sheet, because I saw it subsequent to making the, uh, subsequently to making the sheets, there is, if you want to look it up, it's in Pirkei Avos, the Tosas Yantif. On the first parak of Pirkei Avos, where the third Mishnah says, "Vihi Mora Shamayim Alechem, Mora Shamayim." He doesn't contrast Mora versus Ava. He just says, "Why do we call it Mora Shamayim? Why don't we call it Mora Hashem?" So he says, "Why is it called Mora Shamayim?" Umashekinu Hashem is brought Hashem Shamayim Lomar Shahayira Hazos Lotiya Yiras Onesh Shagam Hi Avoda Chitzonis Vitzad Pnia Yeshba. We know there are two types of yiras. There's yira, the lower level yira of yira of being punished. That's one yira, Hashem. I'm scared that I'm going to be punished. Onesh. The higher level yira is what we call yiras haromamus. Not fear, but awe. If we would use English words. Fear is more of like I'm scared. I'm going to get punished. Fear and scared. Awe. Right, yamim no roim are not scary days, they're awesome days. They're awe, we're awed by Hashem. So says the Tosfos Yantif, maybe that's why we say yiras shamayim, because when we think about the heavens and the universes, that makes us be in awe of Hashem. So it's to emphasize that's the higher level. 
of year that we should try to have. That it should be like the, like you view the Shamayim, like you should be awed of, from the Shamayim, uh, not just the lower level. So that's one, the Tos Vesyanta. Getting back to, uh, Rav Salvechik, source number eight, Rabbi Ganak in his Sefer quotes Rav Salvechik, who asked this question, why is it that Avas Hashem is used and not Avas Shamayim? And the more common way we refer to Yira is Yira Shamayim, and not Yira Hashem. He says, straightforward. Third line. Mishum shemidas ha'ahava ba'a mitoch hiskarbus la'kadosh baruch v'idiyasa. Ahava is bringing close. When you love somebody, you get closer to them and closer to them and feel close to them and understand them and want to get to know them. That's love, bringing you close. So we could label it as Avas Hashem because that's bringing us close to Hashem. Ava goes in that direction. V'chein mevur barambam. And he quotes the Rambam and Hilchus Shuvah where the Rambam says... The last parak in Ilkos Shuv is all about Avas Hashem, parak Yud. The other Rambam says, Dover Yadua Ubarur, it is known, She'ein Avas HaKadosh Baruch Hu Nikshares Shal Adam, the love of Hashem is not fixed in a person's heart, Ache Yishke Batom and Karoi, until I'm totally focused on it. V'yazov Koma Shabolam Chuspimena, and I, I, and I have nothing else on my mind. Kemoshin Emma Bechol Levavcha, Bechol in my entire heart. There's no room for any other love. If we reach that ultimate level, I reach the level of I understand Hashem as much as I can understand until I reach that level of love. The Ram there gives the mashal. Right? You ever speak to somebody who is engaged? Almost every other f- sentence out of their mouth is is about their 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 fiance and their though because when a person is focused on on somebody or something, they just got to talk about it and talk about it. They can't stop. That's how, that's how what our love with the Kaddish Baruch has to be. We just got to talk about Hashem man, and talk about Torah and talk about because that's a reflection of love. That's Ava. Ava is Avas Hashem. Yira, Yira is running the the opposite direction. Yira were awed away from Hashem. Shamayim is a way of describing the infinite distance between us and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's why we use the term Shamayim. Yira Shamayim, Yira of Shamayim, but Hashem's on the other side of the Shamayim, so to speak. Avalinyana Shalmidas Ayira Shoneh, Ulahafech line 10, Mitoch Shadam Makiras Amercha Chain Sofi, Beinola Bein Akarish Barachu, when I realize the infinite space and distance between me and Hashem, Vishakarish Barachu, Lamala Bein Asakas Adam, and Hashem is above any of our intellectual abilities, Miss Oreras Yira Saromamus, and that's why we say Yira Shamayim. That is what is referred to by this phrase, Avas Hashem and, and Yira Shamayim. And he continues and quotes that sometimes, a Ramam that we've quoted a number of times before, they work at the same time. Rabbi Yonah writes this also in Brachas, that usually when it comes to any relationship in life, it's either going in one direction or the other. Even if what we say is a, we say a love-hate relationship, it's not at the same time. Sometimes it's love, sometimes it's hate. There's only one relationship in, in life, says Rabbeinu Yonah, and it's said by the Rambam also, it's quoted in source number nine, it could go in both directions at the same time. And that's our relationship with Hashem. Avas Hashem is bringing us close to Hashem. Yiras Shamayim is bringing us far away, realizing the distance between us and Hashem. 
And that's what he describes in the second paragraph of Ilchus Yisodiyat Torah. And the way Akela Gnichbad Vanora Zeh Mitzvah La'avol Yiroso to love Hashem and to fear Hashem. Right, both in this week's parsha. Ve'echi Adarach La'avoso V'Yiroso. What's the Derech? When I think about the Rambam's well-known formulation, B'Shashi is Bonein Ha'Adam B'Masav U'Bruav Haniflaim Agdolim. When I think about a Kadosh Baruch Hu's unbelievable creations, the Yira Mehen B'Chachmaso, and I and I see. His chachma in these creations, she'en la erech lokeit. There's no, there's no, no, no end to God's godless. Migadu oiv u'mishabeach u'mafire. I just start loving and desiring and praising. And at the same time, the Rambam continues. I realize, oh my God, I am a tiny little ant in the in the world of creation, and I run away from Hashem. All at the same exact time, a very beautiful Rambam. As David Melech says, ki erech shemecha maseh esposecha mayanosh kitis karenu. On the one hand. I yearn to be with Hashem, and on the other end, I realize that who am I? What is a person? But that is Yiras Shamayim and Avas Hashem. That is a great back pocket of our Torah as well. You can say it at any event, any Shabbos of the year, right there. Yiras many of these, because these are about uh, basic Yisodos of our Emunah. Next, again, a thought that we've said Shvuas time. But it also has to do with the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, which is this week's parsha, and we will repeat it. It is worth repeating, and that's a thought from the Beis Halevi back in Parshas Mishpatim about the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, and it also has to do with we are now right after Tisha B'av, something that we can think about as well. Now the Gemara tells us in Maseches Nedarim, quoted in the Beis Halevi later on in source number ten. The Gemara tells us in Nedarim in the second column on line twelve, one of the reasons that the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. We know the Gemara in Yuma tells us first base of English was the big three, second base of English was Sinas Chinam. But there are a number of other Chazals that talk about why the base of English was destroyed. There's a Gemara about Metzia that says people acted by the letter of the law. They didn't give an inch. Shadonu Din Torah. Another Chazal. But one of them is in here in Nidarim Daf Pe Aleph where the Gemara says, you know why the Chorban Bayis happened? Because Am Yisrael did not recite Berchas HaTorah. Shalom Berchu BaTorah Tchila. One of the most intriguing lines in that Masechta and maybe in all of Shas. Which is Mashba, they learned Torah. They just didn't make Berchaz Torah. What's so significant about Berchaz Torah? What's so significant? Says the Beis HaLevi, I'll ask you another question. And that's why this Beis HaLevi is in Parshas Mishpatim and not in Veschanan. Should be here. That's where the Mishpatim of Torah is. Right? The, the uh, Pasuk is, is right here. And another formula, a number of times in the Torah. Says the Beis Halevi, Na'asevinishma, question two. What's the godless of Na'asevinishma? We will do and we will listen that the language of the Gemara and Shabbos is, Bishashehekdimu, Na'asevinishma. The emphasis is that they were mocked him. They said Na'ase before Nishma. What is the, the root godless of Am Yisrael at that moment? Says the Beis Halevi, he also develops this idea in the introduction to his chuvos, same exact idea as mentioned there, and also in one of his drashos, right? All three places. Hine Yadua, he says on line 14, There are two aspects, elements to Talmud Torah. Two elements to Talmud, two facets of Talmud Torah. Echad, one. Number one, what we would call, We have to learn to know what to do. We have to learn to know what to do. That's that's 
There's no, uh, no, no two ways about it. I can love Shabbos with all my heart. If I don't study Hilchas Shabbos, I'm not going to know what to do on Shabbos. If I don't learn Hilchas Kashrus, right, Hilchas whatever, then I'm not going to know what to do. Lil Modamanasalamid. Every Jew has a chiyuv to learn about every mitzvah before they do the mitzvah. Learn about lulav before shaking a lulav. Learn about lil modamanasalasos. That's one. But then, of course, there's the second level of Talmud Torah, the second element of Talmud Torah, and that is Talmud Torah Lishma. Learning Torah because it brings me closer to Hashem, not dafka to know what to do. I know what to do. But I'm going to try to appreciate. Even if something, I'm not doing a mitzvah. What if I'm not doing a mitzvah? I'm just going to learn about it. What about if it's a mitzvah that doesn't apply to Hazeh? What about if it's a mitzvah that doesn't apply to me? Because I'm a Yisrael. I'm going to learn about the mitzvah of eating truma. Right? So all of this, Talmud Torah Lishma. Just learning it because it brings me closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Two, totally, two different elements of Talmud Torah. How do you know what's the difference between the two? I'll tell you, says the Beis HaLevi, one Nafkamina. The Gemara says that women are tourists from Talmud Torah. That's the Gemara, based on the Pasuk. Women don't have to learn Torah, they're exempt. Really, says the Beis HaLevi? You don't need the Beis HaLevi. 500 years before, the, 400 years before the Beis HaLevi. The Ramah says it. The Ramah quoting the Rishonim. The Ramah says in Yeridea, women of course are obligated to learn Torah. They have to learn all the mitzvahs that are shy after them. All the mitzvahs. All women have to learn. All they have to learn is Arachayim, Yeridea, Ebenezer, and Chosha Mishpat. That's it. Just those four Chalakim of Shulchan Arach. Right? They don't have to learn every sos on the bottom of the page and every... Right? And Bez Hashem, when the base of is built, they also have to learn Chosha Taurus. Right? So, Nizvan said, maybe they don't have to, they don't have to learn that. That's what Ramah says. Right? Women, of course, have to learn. They have plenty to learn. Halavai mentioned, you know, as much as women have to learn. But that says the base Alevi, but women are only obligated in part one. They want to learn the second part, so that's already a separate topic. But what are they obligated in? They're obligated in Men have the added obligation of Talmud Torah Lishma. So there's enough gemina even between the two elements of Talmud Torah. There's another Gemara, and this will finish out the amazing thought of the Beis Alevi. There's a Gemara in Mesachas Menachas, and this will now help us with the Gemara Nidarim. The Gemara Menachas tells us that the rule is that one only makes a bracha on a mitzvah that is in its final stage. Asiyasa gemar mitzvasa. If there are different stages of a mitzvah, I do not make a bracha on it. So I do not make a bracha when I put tzitzes on my beged. I only make a bracha when I wear the tzitzes. I don't make a bracha when I write a mezuzah. I only make a bracha when I put the mezuzah up on the, thre- on the doorpost. You don't make a bracha on preparatory... I don't make a bracha according to what we pass when I build a sukkah. There's no bracha. I only make a bracha when I sit in the sukkah. The final stage of doing the mitzvah. That's the rule of Meseches Menachos. So one second. Says the Beis HaLevi, let me get back to Nasa Venishma. You know what the godless of, of Nasa Venishma was? B'nai Yisrael were accepting. Nasa will do it. What do you mean you'll do it? You don't know what to do. Nase means I had to know what to do before I did it. So Nase means I'm going to learn about what I need to do and I'm going to do it. What does Vinishma mean? You're going to hear and, and learn more afterwards? Ah, that's accepting the second element of Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah Lishma. Nase, you have to have learned before you have Nase. So really, what were they saying? Nishma, Vinase, Vinishma. But you don't need the first Nishma because you can't have this Nase without the Nishma. Says the Beis Levi, that was the godless of Nasa Vinishma. They were accepting the second element of Talmud Torah as well. 
not just the first. And now we understand the Gemara in Mesechah's Nadar. Says the Beis Alevi in the second column now, what is Shiloh Berchu Batorah Why wouldn't you make Berchas Torah? Why wouldn't you say Berchas Torah? What's so hard? It takes an extra couple of seconds. The answer is maybe the door, the generation of the Churban, of the Beis Amigdash, and that generation, they didn't realize, says the Beis Alevi, the significance of Talmud Torah Lishma. They thought it was all about Loman Amas Lasos. And that's why they didn't make a bracha. Because they thought it was just a preparatory stage to get to the mitzvah. But the mitzvah was lulav and shofar and Shabbos. The learning beforehand, only stage one. Type one Talmud Torah they believed in. So you don't make a bracha on that. It's not the final stage of a mitzvah. Shalobech, they, they forgot Naseb and Ishma, what B'nai Yisrael had at Harsinai. The language of Rabbeinu Yonah, quoted in the Ron there, that Gemara Nadarim, is that they weren't machshevit. They weren't machshevit. They didn't think it was so chash, chash. So the Beis Alevi gives a little deeper understanding of what the Rabbeinu Yonah means. They didn't think it was chashev because they didn't believe in that element of Talmud Torah. They thought it was all about knowing what to do. But they didn't know there was an end in itself to learning, like we said, by Nasev and Ishma, and that was the problem of the of the Chorban. So the way we're Mesakein, obviously, the way we're Mesakein is Talmud Torah Lishma. Obviously, we need a little more Lasos also, but also, if we could, whatever we could do in this in this post Motsoi Tishabov time of year, to make sure that we're doing all that we can in terms of fulfilling our chiyuvim of Talmud Torah. Okay, two more thoughts for the evening. Two more thoughts. We'll see what we can squeeze in. Another connected thought to the mitzvah of, of Talmud Torah, and that is, again, a thought that has been mentioned in other contexts, but if one has never heard it, or even if one has, it's a Vilna Gon to remember. Many Vilna Gons are to remember. This one is to remember. This is a Gemara that they referred to in Shabbos before. The Gemara in Shabbos, Lamed Aleph, source number 11, that has the six questions that we are going to be asked. Let's read it, third line. When we are brought to judgment in the future, were you honest in business? Were you, did you set a time for Torah? All the questions, see, peace of the issue, as we mentioned before, the f- five and six are the not-so-famous questions. Pilpalta chachma, were you mefalpel? Did you delve into wisdom? Hevanta davar mitoch davar, did you try to understand one thing from another thing? Okay, six questions. Simple question, Tosfus asks in Masechah Sanhedrin. Tosfus says, if you look in Sanhedrin, I didn't give you the Tosfus, Tosfus asks, there's another Gemara there that says, the first question we're going to be asked, or the first issue we're going to have to explain is our Talmud Torah. Well, I said, the first issue that we're going to have to stand and explain to Hashem is our ish- is Talmud Torah. Ask Tosus, but here it says that's question number two. That's not question number one. Right here, source number 11, Shabbos Laman Aleph. It's Amun Aleph, not Amun Beis. Uh, extra dot there. So, so how could the Gemara say, say that's going to be the first issue? It says here it's going to be the second issue. Says the Vilna Gon. And once we, hear, we see this Vilna Gon, there's no way to read this Gemara no way to read this Gemara in any other way. Says the Gra, look at the previous line of the Gemara. The previous line of the Gemara also has a well-known Chazal. The previous line is the source for Shas Mishnayis. Shisha Sidre Mishnah. We don't even know Shisha Sidarim, the sixth Sidarim. It's based on a Pasuk. 
Amarish Lakish, my Dirseva Haya Emunasitecha, Chosen Yeshua's Chachmavadas, Vagomer. What is that Pasik referring to? Every word is another Seder. Emuna is a Seder's Raim. Emuna is referred to Seder's Raim. Because you have to have Emuna to be a farmer. Itecha, the times, says Seder Moed. That's the next Seder. Chosen, says Seder Nashim. Yeshua, Chosen, protection. That's Nashim. Because husbands are supposed to protect their wives. Yeshua's salvations, the Seder Nezikin, because you save. One person saves the other one. In Nezek, Chachma, the Seder Kachim, Das, the Seder Taharos. So, the sixth Sadara. Says the Vilna Gon, isn't it interesting that you have two lines of Gemara, one right after each other, first from Reish Lakish and then from Rava, and they're both six. The six Sadarim and the six questions that we're going to be asked. Says the Gra, it's not a coincidence. Because if you look closely, and it's even Meduyik and Rashi, but the Grot brings Rashi alive for us. The six questions are parallel to the six Sadarim. And on a deeper level, says the Grot, all six questions are, are, about, are about, obviously, the Grot would say, the Pashup out of the questions are as we understand them. But on a deeper level, all six questions are about Talmud Torah. So how can the Gemara say, oh, it's the first question? It's all six. Says the Gemara, it's Meduyik in the words of the Gemara. What's the first question? Nasasav and Atata Be'emuna. Were you Osek in Emuna? So what does that mean? Were you Osek in business, honestly? But em, were you involved in Emuna? What did the previous line say? Emuna Zeseder's Ra'im. It's the same word. Next question. Kavate Itim Latora Itecha Zeseder Nash Moed. The previous line. Asakdana Peri Verivya. What did we just say? The third one. Seder Nashim. It's the exact same order. Tzipisal Yeshua. Yeshua, Zeseder Nezikin. Says the Gran, the Maritz Chayas, right there in Shabbos, quotes this thought from the, the, uh, the Gra and ends off with two words. Ze'emes. There's no way out of it. There's no way out of it. Why Ravina Ravashi put these two Gemaras together? Ze'emes. It's really on a deeper level. All six questions are about the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. And that answers the question of Tosfus in Meseches Kiddushin and Meseches Sanhedrin that he asks. And he quotes that from the, from the Grah, and that is the exciting way of reading that Gemara according to the, according to the Grah. The last thought to mention for the evening, again, we don't have time to go through all of these sources, but just to mention the question and maybe one of the sources. And that is the Mitzvah of Mezuzah. A Mitzvah, the Gemara says, Equal obligation between men and women to be obligated in mezuzah. Why? Why does the Gemara say that women are also obligated? Says the Gemara, women don't need shmira. Men and women equally need shmira. They need guarding from Hashem. Meaning, what does the Gemara expand upon for us and tell us? There is a shmira element to mezuzah different than other mitzvos. All mitzvos do shmira for us. Somehow mezuzah is the symbol of Shmira. The symbol of Shmira. It's based on the Gemara. The Gemara of Azor Dafid Aleph. Right? Many of we've seen this before. If you believe the Gemara about Unculus, when Unculus converted and the Caesar kept sending people to try to get Unculus back. Try to get Unculus back. And Unculus keeps talking to them and converting them. And the Caesar keeps losing people to Unculus. And finally the Caesar tells them, don't say a word. Just go there and bring him. Don't say a word to him. So like, okay. So they go to Unculus, and Unculus is on his way out of the door, and Unculus just points to the mezuzah. And they can't hold themselves back. They're like, what is that? What are you doing? So Unculus explains. 
Most presidents and kings stay on the inside and the secret service are on the outside. Here we're on the inside of Hashem. Our king stays on the outside guarding us. And they convert on the spot. That's the story. So there's a Shmira element. Uncle has said it. The Gemara says it. Why women are obligated. Okay. That's fine. The unusual, controversial line is that of the tour. The tour in Yaradeya, in Reish Pehei, where he talks about the mitzvah of mezuzah, has a line where he talks about the Shmira element of mezuzah. It gives us Arichas Yamim, as at right, the end of Vahaya, when mezuzah is repeated, it's right before Laman Yibu Yimechem Yimevenechem. So it can bring you us Arichas Yamim because of the Shmira. But then the, the tour has an unusual line where the tour says, and not only does it give you Arichas Yamim, it even guards your house. That's the language of the tour. Line 7. Gedola Mizeh, even greater than giving you Arichas Yamim, it guards your house. And all the Mepharshim, the Beis Yosef and the Bach and the Taz, what, Aricha, what, greater than Arichas Yamim is guarding your house? I think Arichas Yamim is greater than guarding one's house, physical assets. So that's the Shail on the tour. What does the tour mean? Gedola Mizeh, Shahabayis Nishmar Al Yad. That's the question and you have a couple of suggestions here. Maybe we'll go through uh, there are four of them. The Beis Yosef has has uh, has two of them. Beis Yosef says obviously Arichas Yamim is greater, but Arichas Yamim is not a nace. If everybody's house something happens to it, except the one with the mezuzah, that's a nace. So in that respect, it might be greater because it's a nace nigla. Number one or number two, he says maybe it's like the unkelis. It's it's greater in that like Hashem stays on the outside. It's not like normal. Similar, similar ideas. We'll skip the Bach for now. We'll go to the Bach son-in-law, the Taz. The Taz, the last one we'll just mention, source 18 says, you know why it's unique? All mitzvahs have shmira element. But the uniqueness of mezuzah, greater than this, that the bias is nishmar al-yada, is that we don't do anything. We put up the mezuzah, and for the next 50 years, it does its thing. That's the, what the tour means. It's nishmar al yad. It's gdola Where do you ever have such a thing? Where it, we're passive, basically. Let's say we move into a, go into a house that everybody has a mezuzah on it. Then we do zero. Not even at the beginning. Viachakach line four. Afiluim eina adam oseklum ela yashin amitaso. I could be sleeping. Mikol makom gdola hamitzvah hazos. Great is the mitzvah, this mitzvah of mezuzah, and that's the tour. Gedolah mizeh, Yada, we don't do anything, and Hashem protects us, because uh, He shows that He is the one, He yishan, Shema Yisrael. So Hashem should protect Klai Yisrael in all situations, in all places. We should be zocha to the special shmira that HaKadosh Baruch Hu promises for us. Okay, we'll stop here. We have one more, one more shir here from Camp Kaley. Next week, by the Hashem, we'll have uh, Parshas Akev. And then there'll be a week, I think, Ray, I'm not going to be giving. I'm going to be traveling that week, and then we'll pick up again, Shoftim, back in Beit Shemesh. But the Shem next week will still be here, Parshas Akef.